All right, here we are. Borderline Raptors back in action. Kitch, Denno joining very, very shortly. Uh, and obviously we kick things off with the, the sad news around uh, Tiger Woods. We really sort of dig into, you know, the shock value of it yesterday, you know, where your, where your heads went right to uh, what you were thinking, then sort of to what the, uh, the future may hold. So obviously a bit of a crazy situation there in uh, Tiger world and hopefully he uh, makes a full recovery. Uh, Then it's on to our our raps, our beloved raps. Me obviously being the eternal optimist uh, has more faith in what the Raptors are doing right now than the other two guys do. Uh, So we cover that the all-star selections, uh, we look at some preview of the um, Masters odds. We have a new gambling segment that we're introducing to uh, maybe pique someone's interest, and then it's into what drives and AOB. So uh, we're just right around the hour mark, and we're going to be ready to go. And uh, sort of as an ode uh, to Eldrick, uh, you know, we're going to kick things off with one of the, the highlights of his uh, – one of the many, many, many highlights, but uh, one of the most recognizable highlights of his uh, his career. Johnny, that's better than most. How about in? That is better than most. Better than most. Kitch. Yellow. Michael Denoy. Can I just say, uh, so I'm back in the home office here uh, in Bermuda, and I am currently potting outdoors. Which you may hear the, the there may be some chirping in the background. It's a beautiful, serene setting that I have here, and uh, you know all I can say is I am thrilled that I'm here on my own. So that's uh, that's that's, nice, that's awesome. Nice. You know, you know, that's awesome. You're sitting outside in a nice sunny day. Yeah. I'm in shorts and a t-shirt. Uh, based on what I can see in my screen right now, there are no, there's not even any uh, any uh, windows where you guys are, let alone for outdoor opportunities. Yeah. Why would you want a window? We're on day five of seven of shoveling. I've heard the snow the snow hills are high. The shoveling snow hills are high. Well, yes. Uh, all right, listen. We need to uh, kick things out. With the agenda got thrown out of whack here because of uh, yesterday's events that uh, I'm sure caught everybody a little bit off guard. So LT Gray, uh, Eldrick, uh, got himself into a bit of an accident. And I, I'll tell you what. The first thing I thought of was he's dead, and I thought Kobe all over again. This was just like like that's the first thing my mind jumped to when you, when you heard about that sort of thing. Uh, so I don't know what your initial uh, reactions were, but mine was definitely like, oh my god, I cannot believe this, and just like just after watching his documentary not too long ago, like it, it can't really end like this. But obviously, he's uh, it's not it was not life threatening, thank goodness, and he's but I think he's got a long, long road ahead of him. But uh, I don't know. Uh, Denno, what'd you think? Yeah. I think everyone jumped to the kind of thinking back to watching the tiger um, series. Like what, what was he doing? Was he drinking? Was he whatever? And it's like, Hey, we shouldn't, we shouldn't go there right away. Like it was seven right. in the morning. He was going to a golf outing or a, a conference. Right. So. Yeah, I but, think he was doing day two of a, of a golf digest. Yeah shoot yeah. with like stars and stuff where he yeah. was teaching them how to, how to golf a little bit right so yeah it sounded yeah. like that but did you hear so like can i just tell you that the crazy thing about this story and kitch we'll get to you in a second i know you're chomping at the bit um the craziest thing i got all my information the most detailed inf- information from tmz tmz yeah. was all over this and they had way more information 
uh, than anybody else would have to get go. And fucking ESPN, they were like horrifically behind the time. CNBC had it up on their little ticker before uh, ESPN did. We'll, we'll talk about that. Later. Uh, Kitchy, your initial reaction. Uh, so I, you're right. With Deno, you jump to it. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is sleeping meds? He's obviously taken with that uh, stuff he was taking in the, in the documentary. But the, the thing that startled me was, and you heard the I heard the sheriff speak last night, was he hit like the median and then went across the road to the other side and rolled the car numerous times. Like that, that you got, you got to be going at a good clip for all of that to happen. And why are you going at such a good clip? At was it seven a.m. Like it just there's there's something that doesn't make sense to me there in the sense that this car skidded went across those other lanes rolled a number of times why is it why is it uh, why why is that a situation at seven in the morning just you don't you don't hear that those type of accidents usually at seven a.m. Um, is that rhetorical or would you like my answer because I actually have an answer uh, you can answer go ahead because uh, you know what sitting here in quarantine. Uh, with no friends or family around, I have nothing but time, and this sort of shit. Like I get, I get uh, absorbed with this sort of stuff. So I spent quite a bit of time. Like I'm, I'm just updating it like every seven minutes to see if there's new, uh, new information. But today on TMZ, so TMZ is awesome, right? Because they don't give a shit. They just go and they will, they will uh, take advantage of any Tom, Dick, or Harry. So next thing you know, they've got the neighbors in the neighborhood, and they're right outside where it's cordoned off, and they've got this guy telling you about the stretch of road that Tiger's on, and. He said, "Listen, the biggest mistake people don't uh, people that don't know the uh, area make is that they come. It's this is all downhill and it's windy, right? So they said where he was coming, it's all downhill. And he said the locals will always take their foot off the gas and even start to brake because they know you're just going to keep picking up speed. So clearly, Tiger probably did not do that. Where he where the bend in the in the in the road comes apparently there's a gravel like exit ramp where cars have been known." to like steer or veer off to because it'll help slow them down because they, they're a bit out of control. And the guy said, well, he must've missed that. Then he hits the median. So he was going so fast. Uh, and, and obviously, uh, you know, didn't know the road that well hits the median flips. So they said no skid, no skid marks, uh, no signs of braking. So he skids across two lanes and then up like sort of the, the, the side of the hill that it was off of. Right. So clearly he was motoring. So, that leads me to believe that probably nothing nefarious was involved. This was just like wrong place, wrong time, going way too fast. Uh, so that's my guess is they're not going to come back with any tox- toxicology reports that says, uh, you know, no alcohol or prescription drugs. I-, I don't think that's the case, but my goodness, this guy's having a bad stretch. <laughs> well, can do you, do you have anything to do at work at the moment? Like you, you're very well researched on this, on this topic. Very, very well detail-oriented. Uh, well, I mean, I don't, I don't work 24 seven. I mean, obviously my bosses think that, but, um, um, listen, I have time. I take coffee breaks. I have time to research. Um, are these two hour coffee breaks? <laughs> yeah. They may not, they may breach what's in the company handbook as far as coffee breaks. Yeah. A lot of time, but, um, it's not, listen, it's not when you work, it's how you work. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's my gut feel, but man, then did you hear, like, have you read up about the, the nature of the, of the injuries? Um, no, well, broken legs. I've heard, I've heard broken legs. That's it. Okay. So the right leg is, and all the medical terms, which I don't know what they are, but, uh, the right leg is broken in multiple places. The right ankle is crushed, right? They use the word crushed. Uh, they put uh, a full rod into his right leg. They pins and needles into his ankle. Uh, 
it broke the skin, so they'd have to worry about infections. Like these, these are made, these are traumatic lower body uh, injuries that leads to the question. You know, and obviously he already had a bad back. Did you guys, if you saw him on Sunday, he didn't look great on TV on Sunday, no, which actually didn't. was the yeah. first thing I thought was like, okay, something's not right here. He's, you know, now that was the first thing I thought. Okay, we well, looked like shit on Sunday. It's now Monday morning. God knows what he was up to, um, or Tuesday morning. So, uh, I think the rehab of this is like before you even think about doing anything, it's probably six, nine, 12 months long before you can oh, like. Really? So what, really? what are his, oh, yeah. what are his, what are his odds for the masters now? Are they? <laughs> well, we'll talk about that. That is part of these, uh, that's part of our, oncom- our upcoming segment, but uh, it depends which year. Cause it's sure shit ain't going to be 2021, but here's the question. Deno, does he ever play competitive golf again? Oh yeah. He, he comes back. Oh, oh I, 100%. I, I bet the house on that. This would be a great story. He wants to like he wants to play like till he's like sixty or seventy. Like he wants like he wants to be that guy at the Masters who's uh, always kicking it off, kind of what you know Jack does and stuff. He wants to be that guy. Well, he's de- I, he's determined. He's determined, and, and as we know, when he has a focus, he's really determined on achieving that focus, as we as we saw in the documentary. So yeah, yeah. Okay, so maybe I clearly haven't done a good job uh, explaining the severity of these injuries. I, I don't think you just pick up a club. I don't think you get out of a cast six weeks from now and pick up a club and start start oh. playing golf. I believe he will be at the Masters next year in that ceremonial role, in a lawn chair, swinging a club, t- starting that tournament off for the next thirty years. Like he's gonna have a hard time walking. They said he could he could be have a limp the rest of his life. Um, his back was already teetering on the edge. Who knows what happened to his back in this? In this action, I think I don't think we can just rule out that nothing else is wrong with him. Like he Bart, may have done all kinds of damage. Bart, you're always glass half full. I was going to say the same thing. Bart, if he tripped himself on a sidewalk, he'd be going. He's at least gone for a year, guys. He's at least gone for a year. Do I think these are legit injuries? Yes, crushed ankle. Yes, but if you said, "Is he back?" and "Is he back playing in two years?" Two years, I I'd say yes. I'd say yes too. Like winning, I do not. I'm yeah. back playing. Yes, I'm not sure. I'm not sure winning is as an, but I think he's back out there. I'm a hard now. I'm a hard <laughs> glass full. No, glass, glass half full. No, is what I am. There's no in the glass. <laughs> my glass is I'm half full because I think you know what I think he'll be up and at him and maybe able to do things with his kids and walk his daughter down the aisle someday. Yeah, I do think I. That's where I think he's headed, but he's not. He's not headed back to the to the ranks of being a real competitive golfer. I, no, there's no chance. There's no chance. Bart, yeah. Bart, Bart <laughs> last year you said basketball will last one game. They'll screw this bubble up. Everyone got COVID, and no, no one got COVID. <laughs> so it's the same thing, Bart. It's the same thing. Well, I definitely don't think Tiger will be playing inside the bubble. I can tell you that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he makes it inside the bubble. <laughs> All right, well, so let's put a bow on that. Well, I'm sure there'll be lots of Tiger shit coming up over the next few weeks, but we, should, in order for the uh, sake of brevity, uh, we should probably move on. Two, which is usually our kickoff segment, uh, the Toronto uh, Basketball Raptors, which um, continue to amaze is the way I'm going to describe from where it's speaking of glass uh, half full, which, uh, by the way, number of feedback from some of our listeners last week saying that you guys were the half empty guys on the Raptors, not me. <laughs> I'm much more half fullish. Like I'm three you quarters were. full. Last week you were. You were. Yeah. You're, you're, I still am. I still am. I'm three quarters full on the Raptors Bert, right now. Bert, you are consistently inconsistent. That's what we love about you. <laughs> I, I can I can be a little bit all over the map. That's true. 
That's true. Right now, right now, I am I am solid in my thinking of the rap. So let's just uh quickly uh break down the last two games, Philly. I even last night, I mean they just weren't shooting the ball very well. Uh but man, I thought they played hard. They were scrappy at the end. Just I go back to like this is a team nobody. If they say if this is their uh what they come to the playoffs with, no one's going to want to play this team. I can assure you of that. Um, was it, what wasn't it shocking at the end that that nurse just kept calling timeouts? Yeah, like, I love it. We, we were not coming back. We were not going to come back. And he just kept he kept hanging all these times. I'm thinking, wow, that's most NBA coaches would have mailed that mailed that in. It's a statement, I think. Yeah, I think I think it's a statement, and they're in a back to back. Right, they're in a back to back. I think it's just a statement. Like if you're going to play us. Like remember, remember a couple of years ago when they started pressing, they'd be down like 20, 30 points and they'd press, they get back in the game and stuff. It, 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 it just creates this energy. It creates this, when you're playing Toronto, you need 48 minutes, like you need 48 minutes, right? And, and you could tell it was almost like pissing off Philly. It's like, what, what are you guys doing? Right. And also it was a five point game and stuff. It's just like, we're, we're not going away. I, I love it. Okay. So yes, Deno. Yes, to all of that. What the fuck? First of all, why didn't we do it sooner in the game? Right? Why wait to the last two minutes? We kind of feel like, yeah, why are we doing this? But I did like the fact they kept doing it. We did rattle them. And I think that's why they kept calling the timeouts. It's yeah. because I think we got three turnovers when we started to press. Danny Green with one of the alt. Like that was like a, <laughs> that was a midget basketball turnover. I couldn't God. like, he telegraphs it. The guy he threw, it's like he threw it too. And it's like, Norm, here you go. I'm going to throw it to you. Um, but yeah, I, I think they need to, adopt, especially the, with the nature of this team, they need to adopt that. I mean, I'd even do it end of half, end of quarters, like get it a little bit more into the regular routine because I was sitting there thinking, why are the starters? It was six minutes left in that game. I'm going, just get the starters out. We got to play again tomorrow. Just, this is it. Like throw the white flag. But they clearly didn't. Uh, Freddie, I mean, it didn't help that Freddie came alive in the last six minutes. I'm sure uh, Nick's going great. Where was this? Uh, 12 minutes ago. But uh, yeah, so they kept him honest, and yeah, I think you're right. I think Philadelphia was like, "What the fuck? This is ridiculous." Um, but I loved it. I mean, at the end of the day, I loved it. It may not pay dividends tonight. Uh, yes, yeah, it may not pay dividends tonight. Even though, not going to bet Miami. Are you Dono? Can't bet Miami. Can't do it. <laughs> um, but I mean, the game before that, I thought they looked really, really good. Right? Uh, you know, it wasn't even one of Norm's better games. It wasn't even Seattle, one of Seattle's better games. Obviously, Boucher had the had a had his moment. Uh, you know, so now you just start to think like they're a bit of a team. It's got six to seven guys who you don't know who you're going to get it from, but you're going to get it from somebody, and that's going to keep you in a ball game or help you win a ball game. The only problem I have with that methodology into the playoffs is that's that's proven not to be a great strategy going into the playoffs. Not having a guy star, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I bet Bembry's in there too. I think Bembry's up. He's one of the Love guys. Him. Old man Bembry. He's really Sunday out. morning league Bembry. <laughs> Doesn't he look like he should be in the over fifty league? I love him. He fits in well with our team, though. Hey guys, like we talked about a couple weeks ago, he just fits in so well with us. Raps, they're playing defense, right? So I did some quick stats. The last five games, they played twice the box mini seventy sixers. When you think of what those teams are averaging per game. The wraps on average 14 and a half points less than what those teams are usually averaging, right? Like our, our defense intensity is amazing. And, and, and we're going small ball. Like some, somehow it's working. I don't know if it's going to work long term, but like I think it's really good coaching, like really good coaching around how you, how you, um, either give up, like, like in basketball, you got to decide on who's going to beat you, right? And they're just flashing, like, like Embiid last night, it was crazy what they were sending at him. 
Right? What do you, what do you get? Three field goals, guys. The three uh, field goals. Right? Both games, he was yeah. he was yeah. un- underwhelming, right? Yeah. But he did get twelve rebounds yeah. last night, which turned out to be very important. Um, <laughs> so, Deno, listen. First of all, if you know the show Around the Horn on ESPN, you ever seen that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we were, if I was, uh, what's his face? Uh, what's his Tony? Tony Reale? Uh, right now, yeah, I'd be dinging, yeah, I'd be dinging you right. You'd have like forty-eight points, and kids would be like at minus three. Right now, you are coming. You're coming. You're bringing it today. I love it. Um, I totally agree with the defensive intensity piece, but you know what cost us that game last night was no defensive intensity in the first quarter. Gave up thirty-seven in that first quarter, and again, wide open threes, and those guys not. And then after that, it, I agree, it switched. And if we play any kind of offense, that's a W. Yeah, though they, they shot well. Like they did shoot well. I, mean, yeah, they, yeah. I know they had op- open shots, but they did shoot well. So, like, if, if it takes that to beat us, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that. That team's got to be that hot to beat us. All right, I, I think we got. I think we got a better chance going forward now. Like, um, like with the three pointer guys, if the three pointer, I I swear. So let's let's say there's eighty games. There's gonna be ten games a year. Probably you lose, but at ten games a year, you lose because that team got hot from three, right? Like, like last night, that like they went seventeen for thirty eight. And we were eleven for thirty-six. Like that's an eighteen-point differential. That is tough to tough to catch up, right? Like they, they were they were hot. They were hot from three. There's just some games you just you just got to tip your hat and say, you know what? They they hit their threes and we didn't. But over a seven-game series, I'm starting to feel better about about playing Philly than I did two two weeks ago. I thought I thought they would kill us. Like I, I thought indeed and would get fifty and. 15 and 20 kind of against us. Oh, Dano, you're such a glass half empty guy. Jeez, I know. Come on. I, know. I, know. <laughs> I never thought that. I never thought that. Um, uh, unblow it up. Unblow it up. <laughs> Brock, Brock texted me uh, today. So don't blow it up now. Is that what you're trying to say? Don't blow it up. Uh, so, Dano, I totally agree. Again, you're digging, you're digging all the points here again. Um, how about what we did with Embiid and Giannis? If you look at those, like, Two, you know, the reigning uh, MVP and the leading MVP candidate, one of the leading MVP candidates. Like we shut them down. Like that is on a small ball team. Like that's pretty impressive uh, from that standpoint. And yeah, you think about it. If we go fifteen for thirty six, so when you knock down three or four more threes last night, we win the game. Yeah. Right. And we had good looks. We just nobody was knocking down. Fred, what no. was Freddie last night? Oh, oh. What did he end up shooting? Couldn't couldn't make a thing. No. Um, he's only, he was only two, he only took five threes. Made, finally made two. He's over three in the minutes last two. Oh wow! Felt like more. <laughs> felt, felt like way more. And he was, yeah, but he's four for fourteen. So that wasn't that wasn't great. Um, I, you know what? And the other thing too is OG is they're not even playing him full minutes yet. And I think when they do, like, I'm I, you know what? All these guys we used to not really like. Um, <laughs> I, I'm starting to really like OG. I mean, I love Norm. Norm, like Norm's now my favorite. Right? He might be my favorite Raptor of all time. What, but what you about what? Uh, then what about what about Pascal? Is he there too, Pascal? No, I've not. I've not. Well, look at Pat. Let's talk about him for just a second, right? So his stat line last night: twenty-two, uh, six rebounds, seven assists. By the way, he has his assists are way up in the last uh, twelve games. It's unbelievable. Um, he's nine for eighteen from the field, but one for six. Like, and a couple of his early threes were just bad looks. Gets him out of rhythm. <laughs> What's he doing taking six three-point shots? What's he doing taking one? Yeah. No, I don't mind a couple of games. Guys, he's – I know we trash him. Look <laughs> at the stats the last, like, 10 – ever since we complained about him, he's shooting, like, 45%. <laughs> but on much lower volume. Much lower volume. I agree. Right? I, I agree. I agree. Listen, ever since, we, ever since we had the Pascal segment every week where we just destroyed him <laughs> – yeah. uh, 
he is playing a lot better. I swear to God, I think the Raptors and their coaching staff closetly listen to this to this podcast. <laughs> I think it's, for sure they do. For sure. Yeah. yeah. The Quince is it's too it's too coincidental yeah. all the things that happen after sure they, they get all their tips and coaching advice from us. Yeah. And every uh, and every game for Pascal, every game I bet in the over eight squeals, it's going way over every game. So it's way oh, over on the squeals. He's, he's got a lock on that. Guys, Pascal this year is averaging five assists a game. Like his like seven point seven rebounds and five assists. Like again, we we trash him. Maybe it's just him. Getting up, getting the ball more in the offense just because their, their team is just different without um, a Bach and Gasol. But like f- five assists—that's that's a lot of assists, boys. Uh, listen, I agree. And Pascal is a borderline all-star at the way he's playing right now. Most of his shots are going to the basket. He's backing people down. He's got that little spin move in the in the lane. It, it's so much better. But when he settles for that outside uh, shot. Mm-hmm. And I actually think, again, right, he got got off to a slow start last night. He wasn't scoring. He's taking threes. I think he starts to shoot threes once he's gotten himself into a rhythm. Once he's got a couple easy buckets and starts to feel good about himself, then I'm okay with him sort of getting into that three rhythm if, if it's an, if it's the right uh, decision. But the early threes last night, I think he took three quick ones in the first quarter, and it was yeah. awful. Yeah. Hard to watch. Um, but that being said, got to give credit, he is playing significant. I mean, it's I would say – almost uh, a 180 from where he was when he started the season, yep. right? He's, he's that much, and it's no coincidence that we're playing uh, that much better too. So, all right. Last thing on, on, um, on the routes before we get out of here. <sighs> Baines. Here's Thomas cut off. Thomas once again, Baines. Ooh, doesn't want to touch it. And Embiid scoops it up and now bat it away. And it works out. Baines with a slam dunk. <laughs> Just the way you draw it up. Okay, I, did everyone? Everyone saw what happened last night. Yeah, I know they got a bucket out of it. I know they got a bucket out of it. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> that. How does that happen? How do you catch a ball and throw it straight up over your head backwards? <laughs> And then, and then somehow pick it up again. Now, the only thing I'll give him credit on that play is he knew enough not to catch the ball again, and he's sort yeah. of boxing that other guy out. And he actually his Embiid, yeah, yeah. yeah and he, that actually quick thinking allowed us to somehow get that ball back and get a, and get a bucket. But he is just so awkward out there. I don't trust him. He played thirty. I can't believe he played thirty minutes last night. He did actually. He did some. He had some defensive moments that weren't horrible. Uh, and he did a decent job at Embiid, but. We can't win with that. Like that guy, we've got to figure out him being 14 minutes a game max. And I don't, but I don't know what the answer is because, well, I think I do know the answer. Um, but it can't be, it can't be Boucher playing 30 minutes a game. Like that's not, that's not, or no, we're just going to play, we're going to play small. We're going to play small. We're going to do that. I think we are, but I also think Boogie. You like Boogie? <laughs> I oh. love the Boogie Woogie. Hate it. Hey, that guy is a locker room cancer okay so forget that for a second let's see <laughs> that's important i think <laughs> but right now just on pure basketball skill would you rather go with the baines boucher combination or the boogie boucher combination i like i like boogie's name better like i, I like boogie like boogie woogie boogie woogie dance and shoes bring the boogie to tampa bring boogie to tampa let's do it
yeah, like Boogie Nights. Imagine that. Boogie Nights. Thing. That'd be great. Yeah. Oh. We would have it. Yeah. But no, but it, seriously, who do you, who would you rather have out there? Boogie or Baines? <laughs> I would rather have Baines on my team than Boogie. That's not the question. That's not what I asked. So you don't yeah. listen. Now, I know what you asked. There's another the minus. There's another minus in your ding category. <laughs> now you're going to final jeopardy for sure. Uh, no, talent wise, basketball wise, who would you rather have out there? Talent, talent wise on the court, and yeah. if he if he if he can leave the court and go right to his car and not even <laughs> talk to anybody else on the team, then boogie. Okay. Mm. Then boogie, boogie. Okay. All right. Now we have a scenario. All right. Yeah. Deno. It's boogie. Like, Kitch, are you upset because? Because of oh, Boogie yeah. Woogie trashed Harden when he left. Are you mad at that? I'm or upset because I got the shouting match with him at, at a, a Golden State oh, game. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, game two. Game two of the finals. I was right there. Yeah, he didn't like my comments. He, I had to uh, hold Boogie back. I had yeah. to hold Boogie back. Yeah, he told me to shut up. I said, I'll yeah. shut up when you start to score. And he scored another 16 points that game. So I lit a fire on him in game you two. You guys need to be hired yeah. by the Raptors as like sports <laughs> psychologists. You're first with C- <laughs> we're first with Boogie, now with, with Siakam. Like you guys just need to keep chirping. You, we you are. Guys are- you guys are gonna get hired. Get get a cut, get a slice of the pie first, though. Make sure you get you know we'll get uh I'm gonna I'm gonna text the link to this to Boogie right after to this pod. Okay, I actually I actually love Boogie even more now. Like he actually he actually he actually embraced you, Kitch. He was like making your experience better. Well, he got the the guy who sat in my seat the game before the night before got kicked out. And the usher told me that. Don't talk to Boogie, because the guy who sat here last night got kicked out. And then I talked to him. Well, he talked to me and I talked back. So I did the usher. I just talked back. You should no, can't no, talk no, to him. No, no, no. That's not true. That's not true. Yeah. You were you were barking the whole time. He told happened. you I was yeah, barking I was, at the I, ref. I was barking at the ref and Boogie looked at me and said, Why don't you shut up? He can't hear you. And I said, I'm pretty sure he can. And the boogie came right. back and said, boogie said, uh, why don't you why don't you sit down? Why don't you shut up? I said, why don't you score ten points for you? He told me tell me to shut up. And he goes out and he lights a fire that <laughs> on the court. Oh, right. you what are you, you doing? You did, yeah, you did. Not. Meanwhile, oh. I'm talking. I, I don't even know what's going on. I'm talking to Will Arnett the whole time, who's a row in front. Of, I'm, tr- I'm trying to buy Will beer for like three hours. I didn't know realize that he was an alcoholic. I had no idea. And I kept, oh, like, I kept talking to him all night. Yeah, well, was like, he? You kept talking to him all the time. Going, I have a feeling he wanted milk. Come on, we'll, we'll get beer. you one. Oh, yeah. I didn't know he was an alcoholic. <laughs> I just found that out. I just found that out. So I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know. I'm sure his buddy was probably a sponsor. I couldn't yeah, buy him right. either. Right. Uh, so I was dealing with that. I didn't really see that. And then I, then I was talking to Aguadala for a bit. We had a good little session. But anyways. Um, Listen, let's get back on track here. Jesus. Okay. Uh, I am all for bring Boogie bring, bring Boogie in. Worst case scenario, if he's a cancer, you cut him. It costs us nothing to get him. You get him for the, the league minimum, whatever the, the, the uh, veteran minimum is right now. They got to pay whatever portion of stuff. You bring him in, and yeah, if it works, great. If it doesn't, who gives shit? He's gone. He's gone two weeks later, three weeks later. It doesn't matter. It doesn't hurt you. But why not? Find, I just think right now he's got more to offer. He costs us nothing. I'd rather, honestly, I'd rather try that first than make a trade for Drummond. I really, yeah, bring, bring him in. Just don't, he's not like his contract. You're not allowed to go into the locker room. So you bring him in and he just, he has to hang out in the seats or something like that. Like he can't go into the locker room. Then I'm okay. okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you. We're well versed on, on, on this. Uh, all right. Listen, last thing on Raptors. So the, the Lowry theory was uh, disrupted last night. Their first loss with Larry in in seventeen games, yeah, um, sixteen and zero without him. Wow. Yeah, six, sixteen and zero with that sixteen and one now. However, it does have to get you thinking just a little bit. I, you know what? I think trading Lowry is now has to be on the table. That you would absolutely trade him if it was the right deal. 
And you absolutely have to trade him if you don't know for sure for certain that he's going to come back on a team friendly deal next year. Denel, trade or no trade, Larry? Trade a hundred percent. Like one hundred percent. Like we don't we just prove we don't need two point guards. Like we, we don't need two point guards taking up forty minutes. Like we don't we don't need it. Do I love Lowry? Yeah. We'll we'll get him his shrine and all that kind of stuff. But like he's an asset, guys. We can we can get a big a big guy or or something in the future. But we have to trade him. Like if we'd have if we have Freddie, then it's like, yeah, we gotta keep Lowry. Like who's the engine? Who's gonna drive the team? Freddie can drive the team. Can I go with my scenario? Can I bring it up? It is the person, whatever scenario, can it be in the locker room or no locker room? Yeah, they go in the locker room. These guys go in the locker room. Yeah, these guys. Right. Yeah. And go ahead. And please go ahead. Um, so my my scenario is I think, and I threw this out to the guys yesterday, I think a good trade to get rid of them and get something for them. Like Cleveland's not going to want him. So we're, we're not going to be able to go right to Cleveland and say, here, we're going to be Lowry, give us Drummond, because that doesn't help them at all anyway. They got a senior guy who's going to come off, who's going to be a free agent next year. So that that does nothing for them. So I said, if we want to look after Lowry, trade him to Philly. I know that doesn't help us in the playoffs well because that's a, that's strengthening our opponent. But trade him to Philly. He would be happy to go to Philly, back home, grassroots. Philly gives, gives Cleveland draft picks, some young guys off the team, and then Cleveland gives Toronto Drummond. So that's kind of – that's 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 my – not guarantee. That's my speculation that uh, that could go out there that I think could work. And so then you're getting Lowry for Drummond. I I'd probably do that. I would probably do that this year. So Kitch, can I just say right now, if I was handing out the points, you'd be dinging your minus would getting closer to like pluses because that was very good. And when you sent that out last night, I actually really liked it. I do think if we're going to do something like that, yeah, it's a three team trade because he's not going. We're not going to send. We're not going to send Lowry to a. Uh, a team that can't compete, but I, then I don't know if we send them to the East either, but yes, I think it's a three team trade where if we can get an asset back like that and my God, the drumming scenario is the perfect one because it's the same thing for us, right? We get them for now. We see what we've got. If we don't like it or he wants to leave, we're no worse off because we, we still have the cap space because they're both expiring contracts. So I do think that is a realistic scenario that there's a, there are three part, a three team trade. We get something in return uh, that we can either use now or use later. And yeah, I'm with you, Deno. I think, again, if I knew the right deal was coming down the pike for him uh, on a two-year team-friendly deal, uh, that would make me maybe give me slight pause. But yeah, if we can get anything of value right now, I'm I'm pulling the trigger. Okay, I got a trade. All right, go ahead. Okay, ready? So read this online last night, Bart. The internet. It's actually on the internet. Um, so I've been talking about Lowry's got to go to Dallas, right? Yeah, you have I, said that. I, you said I, that a couple I, times. You have said that a couple times. Going to Dallas. I don't think I like this trade, but so Dallas gets Lowry, Baines, um, a first pick, and a, and a swap of first pick, and guess who we get back? Not Porzingis. No, we don't want Porzingis. Porzingis. No, he's, he's, Porzingis. Broken. Oh, he's broken. No. He's broken. No. He's oh, broken. Oh, God. Guys, he's broken. He doesn't like defense, but he can bring the O. So it's a trade. It's an option. I still say somehow Lowry goes to Dallas, but – I think we're getting Porzingis wow. back. I don't wow. like the trade. I don't. I'm I don't taking, like. It. I'm taking points off your score right now. Yeah, take them off. No, that. Yeah, you know you're 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 no longer guaranteed for Final Jeopardy. I, just, I don't like the trade. I just said this is. An you option. threw it out there. You threw it out. There's an option. That means you thought about it like it could be something good. Well, you might have liked it, Bart. That's why I threw it out there. Come on. Oh, I hate. I fucking hate Porzingis. <laughs> and you know what? I don't want anybody on my team that's got a YouTube video out there of him getting the shit kicked out of him. You seen that? <laughs> yeah, I don't want it. I can't. That's a bad. That's bad mojo. And he's right? got he's yeah. got three years left. Like his his player option in four years is almost 
40 million. Like Tom's exactly like Pascal. We'd be just strapped with like him and Pascal for four years. We can't do it. That's a terrible. Okay. Well, why are you bringing up trade scenarios that we can't do? Because I thought you'd like it. I thought you'd like it. I thought I'd get some points. You know what? You started off hot. Sounds like we're going to have a fight with uh, Baines versus Porzingis to the death by the sounds of it right now. You know I, uh, so I I think like I the reason I like my I think my trade happens I still think they owe they they feel like they owe something to Lowry so I think Mazai goes in and he says how can we appease you because you've done a lot for us and I think Philadelphia I think Philadelphia is the uh, okay. is the is the answer there okay well first of all I don't know who Mazai is but Masai <laughs> definitely definitely does not function in that that I can guarantee you. That is not what he's thinking. I'm thinking if he can figure out a trade that where Larry ends up in a decent situation, yeah, he'd prefer that. But he'll do whatever he ha- if he's trading Larry. I don't think he gives a shit where it ends up happening. Larry. And by the way, I that mantra we owe Larry, we owe Larry. Fuck all, we got him. A, we got him a ring for God's sakes. We got him we, and well, and an extension when well, he tried. He, to yeah, he, he yeah. might have earned. He might have earned that ring. We didn't get him a ring. He earned the ring. Oh, he was part no, of no, it. No. You guys gave the, him the ring. You know why? I bet you after that Brooklyn series many times ago, where he ended up with a bagel ooh. in one of those games, and he, and he ended up with that terrible last shot. I bet you guys talked yeah. about him then, even if it wasn't on the podcast. You guys got him. Yeah. Oh my we god. Wish you we sure as shit did. And look at his offense. Like he had a couple horrible Cleveland series, right? Oh. And he wasn't even great in the finals. Obviously, game six, he was awesome, but he was he was having a good finals, not a great final. Like I'm game telling six. you, we owe Lowry absolutely nothing. If anything, I might look at the like Deno said, I might look at it the other way. Fucking Masai extended him when he did not have to. Yeah. At a above yeah. market value. Above yeah. Market value. yeah. 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 He's nice. a leader, though. He's a leader. It's like give him, show him, show him the money. All right, listen, we got to go. Uh, but <laughs> before we do, and I'm sure now the audience is wondering who our fourth voice is. But that, everyone, that's that's uh, producer Mike from last uh, last week. He's he's the first producer to make it in back to back weeks. So this is, a, this is a good <laughs> <step>. uh, <laughs> But uh, producer Mike is wearing a throwback Shaquille O'Neal uh, uh, Lakers jersey. <laughs> which uh, before the pod we were talking about just very quickly. And so we're adding to the agenda off the top. Give me one. If you're going to go buy a throwback Jersey right now, who would it be? Okay. That's pretty obvious. It's obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Throwback Raptor. Go throwback Raptor Jersey. Well, I'll go too. Well, Dana, you go ahead. Dana, tell us your story of, uh, Anyone who knows me, it's the JYD. It's the junkyard dog. I do like that. I like that. Probably the best all-around athlete. Like, <laughs> or sorry, or sorry, not athlete. If you think of, if, <laughs> or if you think of what everyone, <laughs> not athlete. Wait, wait, get back. Bad word. Bad word. If you think of people getting the most out of their talent, <laughs> but the JYD came in and he produced. Boys, he had no talent. He had no talent. No, he's tied up. Amazing. He went tied up. Okay. Okay. I would agree with that. He made, he maximized his potential. No question about that. You, guys, I, you know what? I loved him. I loved him when he played, do, for sure. Do you guys remember him? Sixth man? He, he'd get off the bench, and I'd be at the game going, when's he coming in? He comes about the eight-minute mark. He, he stands up, and the place starts clapping. He starts going up. It's like, JYD's coming in, baby. The JYD's coming in. That was the best part of the Raptor game. Is that why you have two of his jerseys? Yeah. Well, Bart, happen happen ones in the wash. Like Bart, if I happen ones in the wash, you always got to have two JYD jerseys. Always two. For Halloween, the one year I dressed up as the JYD. 
I had the headband on. I was I was the party. I was the party at Halloween. I was a Jay White. You didn't Justin Trudeau it, did you? <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, no. I even know. No. There's no video, no pictures. I don't think. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a good clarification, actually. Um, yeah. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> all right, so if you're going Raptors, catch who are you going? Old school uh, th- throwback Raptors. Yeah, throwback Raptors. You go first. I gotta think. I gotta think. Right, well, for me, for Raptors, it's dead easy because I loved them when we when we drafted them. No, oh the Oak actually, but that you know what yeah. Oakley, yeah, Oakley would get you some street cred for sure. But I would go Stoudemire. I would yeah. definitely go Stoudemire. I love Stoudemire. Like I thought, like we gave up on him or we let him walk way too soon because he wanted. Like that was the beginning of the whole fucking. Any player wants to leave Toronto, they can leave because they want out. That was a bad decision on bias. Uh, but I so I would go Stoudemire. And if I was going like throw, if I want some real street cred around uh, the Greater Windsor, Detroit area, I'd go Bill Lambier throwback. Love Bill Lamb. Great. Jesus. Yeah. Really? I wear Lamb only in that area. Only only in the uh the five one nine, which is the uh, Windsor area code, or was and I, what's the three one three and Detroit's the three one three. I'd only wear it in that area. Bart, Not of wear course, Bart, of course you like Lambier, because I know I, I would bet money Bart as an athlete was Lambier. Bart was Lambier. Or you were. You're pissing everybody is, off, right? That is ridiculous. It's a highly skilled, highly skilled individual. Maybe yeah, skill. Maybe you can get his his WNBA coaching jersey now. Maybe get that one. Wear that one. You know what? He's an all. He's going to go to the WNBA Hall of Fame. Great coach. <laughs> coach him up. Uh, do you have a, do you have an answer first there, Kitch? Yeah. Giving... So my throwback's not very far again, but I and I have the jersey and loved it. JV. JV is my oh, throwback jersey. I forgot about your little love affair oh, with JV. JV's a great guy. Like he, he dinner with us. He was a, he hung out with us. He was a dude. Oh, yeah. He was a good guy. You know what? I refer to him as uh Jonas per diem Val, Per diem. Because <laughs> he apparently never thought about ever spending his per diem when he was around us. Well, he was he, he wasn't drinking back then, though, right? He wasn't drinking. Oh, he drank. Oh my oh, god. He drank. Oh my he god. Drank. He drank that night. He drank. Not that night. Yes, he did. I was I oh, sat yeah. right next to him. I got to know him, Deno. And it was whole fucking old country story, well, all that stuff. You were, you were turning him. He was asking about gambling and stuff when he was done talking to you, Bart. Yeah, we did talk actually a little bit about yeah. gambling. Yeah, uh, exactly. And then and then they they hurried him away from the table. Then they would take. Yeah, yeah, he was exactly. drinking. He was drinking whatever nice bottle of red wine that uh, I don't catch. You and I split that one. You may have bought that one. Catch you bought dinner that night. Catch bought dinner yeah. that night. But the point is, here's JV on a per diem. So he's got X number of dollars that he's supposed to spend on meals. Fucking. Dinner's not even over. Just gets up, walks out. See you guys. Not even like, hey, thanks for dinner. Well, Bart, Bart, <laughs> he, he was only he was only making eight million a year. Yeah, he's only making eight mil. <laughs> right. Still, I still like the jersey. No, you do. You love them. You do love them. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, there you go. That was a little. All right. Uh, thank you, Mike, for bringing that to the table with your throwback. Um, okay. Is that it? Are we? Oh God, we get quickly got to talk all star selections. Let's go through this really quick. Uh, does anyone care that Freddie didn't make the team? Yes. Of course I care. I'm a Raptor fan. Yeah, do you think he should have made it? Uh, no. no, I don't. So I'm a little bit torn. I, I don't think you make the argument that he should have made it. Could you make the argument that he gets in over Levine or gets in over uh, Vucevic? You, you probably no. could make – I know, Levine's had an awesome season. He has. Levine's crazy stats. Crazy. I know. Cool. I know. He has a, I know. So I'm not saying it's a strong argument, but – what I didn't, the little research I did this week, uh, what I, the coaches have to vote for two in the front court, 
three in the back or uh, three forwards, and then you can put two wild cards. So it could have been you, the last two can be anything. So I didn't realize that. So I'm actually a little bit surprised uh, that there wasn't another guard that got in. But may, or you know what? And Sabonis didn't get in either. Which there are definitely a lot of snubs uh, or worthy candidates on on both sides. But yeah, I wanted to really think, be angry about this, but no, I think for I think they probably got it right. Like if if Harden didn't get traded to the to the East. Then, then maybe he's got a better a better chance. But when I saw Harden, I went, "He's West. Kick him back to the freaking West." Bart, get rid of him. I know, I know, but it's you can't like so. Like, yeah, Jalen Brown, James Harden, Levine, Randall, Simmons, Tatum, Vucevic. Yeah, it's hard to argue with any yeah. of those. It really is. So, and then the West, you got Davis. Can't argue with that. Paul George, Gobert, Lillard. Lillard should be a starter. Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul. Now, I think Chris Paul's the one. Not bad stats. Not bad stats, mm-hmm. but. God, if you're Devin Booker, you got to be thinking, oh, slap gotta, in the face. Yeah. Like that guy yeah. gets shunned every year. And yeah, now he gets yeah. shunned by, by Paul who comes on board. I'm like, yeah. that was that was shocking to me yeah. when I saw that. Yeah, that was shocking. But you see LeBron came out today and said uh, Booker is the most uh, disrespected man in the NBA. Must be. There's something there we don't see. Yeah. Did he say why? Did he say why? Well, I just see, like, well, it was in context of him not making yeah. the, the all yeah. team. He was yeah, just but like, why, yeah. why though? Like, Oh no! Yeah, they're pretty good. I mean, but the thing is, I think what's happened, right? They've got a uh, much better record the All Star break than they did last year, and Paul is getting the cred for it, right? He's he's basically saying, "What's the difference between year over year?" And they're going to go Chris Paul. Chris Paul's numbers are good, Mm -hmm. equivalent to what I think they're only down slightly from what they were last year when he made the All Star team. So they're he got rewarded. But this is where name recognition. It's kind of like you know the refs. The refs give calls to certain people, right? And Booker for it, but I agree. Like I, that's a tough one. I think he's the biggest snub out of out of out of both sides. Well, then Paul above uh, Conley, like I, Conley with Utah, oh. I would have put I, if those if they were doing name recognition, I would take Conley over Paul. He was hurt for a while in two kids, right? Yeah, he, he missed, missed, he missed, he missed uh, seven, I think six games. But yeah, so he missed. He's missed six. He got off to actually his first five games were pretty not great. Uh, and then he's come on. He's been much better lately. And he, had, but and he's getting a lot of credit around the league about being the guy that's actually driving that engine into this uh, to the you know the last twenty five games. So Conley's never made an All Star team. And, and Bert, he won the horse competition. Like everyone forgets that he won the horse competition. Like, did, did people forget that? That was a huge you know competition. What? Everyone should forget that horse competition. Yeah, they should. Yes, they really should. They really should. Uh, listen, you got your own gym and. You got WNBA stars shooting in the wind. You better win. All right. You better, you better win that, that competition. So, yeah, I mean, but it isn't like when you go down the list of, of uh, guys who, who don't make it all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, it's, it's tough to make an all-star team. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Cause you know, Brogdon's having a good year in Indiana. He, you know, he doesn't make it Hayward. You can make an argument for at a Charlotte. He's got good numbers. I mean, it's just, it's yeah, it's, it's not easy now, but the only other, last thing on this, and then we really do have to wrap it up. Uh, I can't believe all these guys are going to go. Like, where's the stance of like, fuck you. We shouldn't even have in this game. I'm not going. I like. I have not heard that from one player yet that they're not going. Is there a contract? Yeah. I, heard, I heard some of the contracts got all star in it and stuff. Is it a half a million bucks, a million bucks, make an all star? I don't know. But well, they definitely get paid for the game. Yeah, you, yeah. you make the you get paid. But I don't think. It, but for most of these guys, I don't think. I think it's walking around money. Probably. Yeah, these guys at this level, yeah. 
Bart, are you drinking my Canada Dry Soda there? Is that what I saw there? Is that, that, uh, is that the stuff I bought when I was there? Is that, that, no. That's mine. No, it's, it's the one I purchased. You Actually, the one you have is still in the cupboard, but I did purchase this one. Okay. All right. So, all right. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. Well, listen, let's go. We gotta, we're going to wrap up on that. Um, but yeah, Freddie next year. I'm calling it right now. Freddie will be an all-star next year. But you know what I don't like? The last thing on this is Freddie getting no – like no one is talking about Freddie being snubbed or in, even in the list. Like you know, everything I read this week, his name was not in any of the like, oh, yeah, it'll be tough for this guy. I their record, I, Bart, no. if, they, if they didn't start two and eight, I bet you if they're in third place, he gets in. Like if he if he's in third place, he gets in. I think he was an honorable mention on DraftKings. He was honorable mention, Freddie, Freddie, Tobias Harris, Gordon Hayward, and Colin Sexton. Those are the four that are on, honorable mentions. Sex, Toby, to, Tobias Harris, Toby Harris, Tobias, Tobias, Tobias. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, let's get that on that note. Let's get out of here. Uh, <laughs> Where are we at? Backyard gambling? Yep. Early look at the Augusta odds. Uh, Kitch, this is always your uh, yeah. your arena. What do you got for so us? I still, I, I, I still like DJ. I think DJ is – he's going to be – I will put money on him at 6-1 to one to win it. Uh, I think he's – in a grinding course, I think DJ is a little bit better than the field. So I, I'm going to take him. My longer shot, which we you know we have to have that, I'm going to go at 25-1. to 1. I will put a small amount of money on Cant, Patrick Cantley. Had a good start to the year, starting to gain some momentum. Uh, he always seems to be there in the tournaments. And at 25-1, to 1, I give him a chance. He's, he's been around long enough to, to earn the stripes and played Augusta enough times to uh, to be a little more familiar with it. So I like guys that have, have a bit of experience going into Augusta. So Cantley, 25-1. to 1, DJ, 6-1. to 1. Those are my two guaranteed $10,000 locks. 10000 Out of what uh, What range are the, are the locks? 10000 to what? Million. A million? <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Dan, do you have any thoughts on this whatsoever? If the only thought is I always, always do this for sports. So who was the guy that they were talking about last year that's going to shadow all the records, that's going to smoke everybody? Do you guys remember? DeShambo. Uh, well, DeShambo, right? yeah. Right. Remember? yeah. Everyone had him. Now he's yep. eleven to one, right? He's, he probably should be like eleven, fifteen to one. I'm going like, what's changed since last year? Not too much. I always like going with that guy who's supposed to win the year before. Go, go and grab him the next year because his odds last year weren't they like? He was, five, he was in that. Six, yeah, he was in that six, five or six range. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. So I was thinking for, for value, take him. Jordan Speed's sixteen to one. I thought he'd be a bit higher. He has played a lot, a lot better, but he hasn't won. He hasn't won. Um, so he's at sixteen to one. I was hoping that that'd be a bit higher. I might I might grab him on on Saturday or something. But I would oh. put my money on uh, to shumble. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I don't think I could, I could never bet Spieth for a Sunday because I don't think his head's got the capability to to grind it on a Sunday. I think yeah, that would be like bet that horse that horse that horse that everybody runs by on the on the stretch drive. That's what I think that'd be like. Oh my god, he has one. How many majors do he have? Three. Okay, Bart, can you trash him as well? Because when we yeah. when, when two of us trash someone, they go do amazing things. So Bart, trash him. Uh, no, I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to trash oh. me. I, I, uh, I I'm I'm kind of cheering for him to a certain extent, even though I don't love the guy. I don't love yeah. his person. That like he's a bit of a whiner, uh, but. I do. I think it's better if he's winning. Like I think it's better when he's in the mix. So and, yeah, you know, yeah. with, with the vacuum that is there now in golf, we definitely uh, we need more speed. But his uh, sixteen to one doesn't seem right. That's ridiculous. He hasn't he hasn't won in four years. Yeah, he's yeah. played two good tournaments in a row. I'm not sure that qualifies as being a six. Like he's in the top seven or eight, top eight favorite. That's ridiculous. Like I would take Cantley over him 
a hundred times out of a hundred right now. Uh, so I like your call on DeChambeau uh, a lot. I hate Rory. I don't know what's happened to him. Of course, when we say about DeChambeau, like we haven't heard his name at all. Like, has he played no. at all? Yeah, yeah, he's played three tournaments. Has he? Hmm. He's done. Uh, clearly, he's done nothing. Has he put on eighty pounds of muscle again? Because he's more pounds <laughs> of uh, muscle pitch. Or what's going on? Uh, so I think if you want to try and get value, you've got to go into that thirty to forty range. Uh, and outside of that, I think you're, you know, you're asking for trouble. But why not Webb Simpson at forty-five to one? Like that just doesn't seem horrible. Jason Day. No, Jason. I think I think we may have seen the best of Jason. We really. Uh, I bet I'm not for sure. <laughs> you really know. But you know what? I did like Max Homa this past week, and he's 66 to one. But don't you can't jump on that right now. Uh, so I would I like in that range. I like uh, a web, and then I do like DeChambeau at 11. I don't think that's a horrible bet at all. And then if you really, uh, I mean, DJ does look pretty, pretty dialed in. Like he yeah. looks, he looks like he might be tough to beat, and that's obviously the, a perfect course for him, right? So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's those are sort of the areas that uh, that I would lean in. You know, I, yeah, I don't love you know John Rahm. Maybe yeah, I don't know. There's no one else that really jumps off the page. I mean, don't forget Mike Weir. He's still out there in the field. <laughs> Put a look. He's only he's only a hundred. Uh, he's fifteen hundred to one. You wouldn't take him at ten thousand. Nope. Think about it. Fifteen hundred to one. It's not horrible. Actually, is that or is it fifteen? Oh no, it's fifteen hundred. Yeah, fifteen hundred to one. Uh, CT Pan, two fifty one. Snedzy, look at Snedzy, two fifty one. You go out there and get that. All right, let's keep moving. Let's, let's keep moving. go. Let's go. Uh, all right, what? Uh, oh, so our new segment, which is where it's a cheap steal off of um, off the Bill Simmons pocket. We're going to guess the lines for a basketball game uh, two days out. So this, we're going to Friday night action, where we're going to try and guess the line. But here's the here's the rub on guessing the line. So you have to guess the line and then pick the winner based on that line. Uh, and I think our margin of error should be like a point and a half. Like if you're off by board point and a half then you, then you're out like you, you weren't even close. You don't know what you're doing. Do you understand what I'm saying? So if I do the Raptors game, which I so I'll leave this off. I'm going to do the Raptors game on Friday night, which is Houston at, at Tampa. <laughs> I believe that line <laughs> Houston is playing the Toronto Raptors in Tampa on Friday night. I believe that line will, Close. I mean, this should be the close. Uh, actually, we'll figure it. Whatever. We'll figure out the Friday line. Close. Uh, close. close line. I, I think it's going to be eight. The line will be eight. Raptors favored by eight on Ooh. Friday night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, Vegas is not caught up with the Raptors. Yeah. They have been, their lines they have not it. been right. They do. They love the, oh. they love the Raptors, defending champs. Of course they love them. That, um, that so, Boston line, guys, that, sorry, Bart, that Boston line from like three, four games ago, two points. What what are they smoking? Like, like, yeah. like it made no sense. Sorry, just in Boston, I, I totally agree. So I think that line is eight. Uh, and you know what? I think Houston's in a world of hurt right now with no boogie. We'll have boogie on our sidelines probably by then. Oh my god, I even thought about that. That line might be eighteen if we get boogie. Uh, so I like the Raptors to cover the eight. Pitch, go ahead. Did you track in this? What's that? Oh, you track track this? This. So what? what you got? Oh Raps covered eight. Okay, you have I'm one glad, job. On it. You have one job in this pod. Uh, Raps right. eight. Raps by eight. Yeah, got that. All right, I am going to. I'm going to get on. So I, I'm, I'm going to play the L.A. Lakers Portland Trail Blazers game. That's mine. Okay. 
I think the line is going to be going to be Lakers uh, minus four. I think they're, they're going to be the Lakers fair by four, and I am going to take Portland on that game. And the reason being is the Lakers play Utah on Wednesday night, so they got to be geared up for that game. I think this is going to be a letdown game after their Utah game on Wednesday night. So that is my call for Friday. Okay. Well, I got Dunno. the same game. Am I allowed to do the same game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. sure you are. Sure yeah, you are. absolutely. Okay, so I got um, – I think Lakers are going to be fair by six. And I agree with Pitch. I'll take, uh, I'll take Portland as well. Listen, here's what I think about the L.A. Lakers. Without Anthony Davis, they might be a 500 team. Seriously, I don't think they're that great without him. You look at you look at that roster. I mean, it's not that uh, prophetic or what's the, not prophetic. What's the word? Uh, pro, no, pro something. It's something with the P. Awesome. Yeah, so possum. They're not they're not so possum without him. Uh, and I think, listen, I think I would shorten the Lakers right now for sure. I would definitely short the Lakers. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I like that. All right. Well, there we go. So we'll see how this. We'll see how this segment takes off. We'll get immediate feedback from Brock whether or not he likes this segment. Uh, I'm guessing he's not going to like it, but uh, he doesn't run this podcast, so we'll see. We'll keep. We can keep it going. We'll try it for a few weeks. Uh, all right. Where are we at? We are now. What, what drives you crazy? What drives? Yeah. Are we just we're skipping over the top five TV shows again? Yeah, 52 minutes in. Yeah, we can't go Yeah, there. so just all right, to be fair, uh, just so everyone, we were going to do top five TV shows of all time, which we've been threatening to do for the better part of seven and a half months. Um, but we will we will get back to it. We will get back to it. I, my, God, my list is so good. I'm ready for this, too. Uh, all right, but what drives? Uh, Denon, do you want us to kick things off? What drives? Sure. It's, it's, it's actually, it happened. It just happened, Bart. So it's really relevant. Top of mind. This, this drives me crazy. It's not, are you kidding me? It's a bit of like, are you kidding me? So... Our, our oldest um, has been homeschooling for a while, and we that, actually want. You, when you say your oldest, you mean Mill or Mill? <laughs> Mill the no. oldest? No, you can't. Well, one of your kids. You, you guys talking about my mother-in-law again? That's kind of <laughs> offside. That's oh for next, that's oh kind god! Of, that's next episode because guys, I think we're into like day three hundred. I think we're in day three hundred. <laughs> so that's for that's for next pod. So, anyways, okay. our our twelve-year-old has been doing the online learning, and then. He's now allowed to go back to school, and we missed the deadline by 30 minutes. So we went and applied for it. They said no. So the wife goes and emails the school and says, uh, no, he can't He can't come back. He can't come back. We're going, well, there's an empty seat there. But there's an empty an empty seat. Like, just let him go back. They said, no, you can't do it. It's government regulations, et cetera, et cetera. So anyways, we go and email back again a couple of weeks later, and we start to say, we're going to escalate this. If it doesn't happen, well, the principal then goes and says, well, if you want to escalate, you got to talk to so-and-so. We go, okay, well, give us so-and-so's email address. I don't think he, he meant to give it to us. So we get it. We go email him. And then two hours later, 12-year-olds love back to go to go back to school. <laughs> love it. Love so, it. <laughs> so it's like, and again, like our um, Karsten, he, he's been at home since October. To an online learning, it's not very healthy. It's not healthy no. being in your room that long. So no. we actually explain this is for mental health concerns. It's not playing sports. Right? We, we've been in the lockdown and stuff. And why is it that you always got to go escalate something, whatever it is, to get what you want? Like, let's just do what's right for the kid. There is room. There's not as though that there's a shortage or anything. Like, just let them back and F off. So is, Car- is Carson 
Is Carson okay getting straight Fs? Is he all right getting straight Fs this year? Will be he'll be okay with that. He's straight A's. <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. Not not when he's bullied pushed away back to school. I'll tell you what, Daniel. That's going to be two weeks in a row. Kentucky Russ is going to love this. He was he was all over the water situation last week. I got a text from him right after. Tell you tell Daniel go tell them to go fuck themselves. <laughs> Hunt down the other guy. Kentucky, he'll be all over this one too. Hunt down the city. Hunt down the city and tell yeah. that ball. Yeah. yeah. He will. Uh, he'll be all over this one as well. Okay, okay. Yeah. Demo, listen. You're, always, nope. you're really mixing it up in this segment. I like it. Uh, Kitch, you got one. So mine goes back to the Canadian government. Oh. Uh, Speaking of not mixing it up, yeah. Okay, go ahead. So on Thursday, January twenty eighth, I was sitting in Bermuda, and they and they implemented a quarantine. So this quarantine's in place that you are going to be sent to a hotel room if you don't get back to Canada soon. 25 days later, 25 days later, they finally implemented the quarantine for people to 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 uh, come in and stay in a hotel when you land back in Canada for a minimum three days, could be up to 14 if you test, test positive. So the government came out after, after 25 days and they and they said, you have to book through this phone number. The only way you could do it was through through a government phone number. So now people have been calling this phone number. And they've been on hold for six to nine hours trying to make their booking. So the government had 25 days to figure this out. And on day one, when people are calling because they have to do this, call this, have to follow this phone number, the government doesn't have enough people answering the phone. So people have been on hold for six to nine hours. Government, get your shit together. This is driving me crazy. It's always the government or customer service with get you. I know. Or world people. Uh, <laughs> I'm curious. Uh, do you want to share with us who you voted for in the last uh, federal election? Uh, the Green Party. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, like the, like the Green People Party. I don't know who it was. I just put Green Party. I wrote it in my own. I did my own little box, and I just wrote Green Party. <laughs> you voted for the Grinch. Oh, okay. Uh, I love the Grinch. <laughs> I love the Grinch. Uh, all right, let's define quickly. Uh, so I've probably been more uh, no swabbed more than any person uh, that you two, certainly you two know, or maybe anyone in the Northern hemisphere uh, in the last six months. But my issue is the inconsistencies of no swabbing technicians. I, I don't understand how some people can count down from 15. Some count down from three. Some can jab it all the way fucking right up there. Some just like do a little bit of, you know, just break the, the orifice there. It, it makes no sense. How can all these tests, be accurate or or you'll know, go to the same microscope it doesn't seem to make any sense to me and then i had to get a test uh to get back into bermuda and i did the drive-through at cvs much to my surprise i don't get out of my car they hand me the equipment and i have to know swab myself oh god that's, well, let me tell that's foolproof you know what that was awesome Guess who had the most enjoyable nose swab experience of their life? Because I knew what I was dealing with. I'm like, fuck, okay, I'm not going to go that. I don't need to go that deep. I know what people have done it the other way. I was like, yeah, yeah. And she's like, okay, count down for 15. I'm like, yeah, okay. One. It was easy. it was dead easy. It was awesome. And guess what? It came back well, negative. Yeah. But it didn't matter. I could have been up there for an hour. I was like, yeah. And like, rotate it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing that. And she can't see me through the fucking glass uh, thing that she's in. And she's in the store. I'm in my car. My window's up. Yeah. It was, um, uh, but the ones here, like, I honestly, like there should just be a a very uh, it should be a same technique. Everyone understands what it is, and it's one, two, three, boom, we're done. So the uh, that I've having been through this now for about six months. I just like to see a little bit more consistency in that in that test. 
or just have me do it every time. Either one. Let me do it every time. Oh, how how could oh, that is that's a ridiculous concept. We're gonna trust you to know. Something. How about give us some blood too? Here's a needle. Give us some blood. And you know what? No, yeah. <laughs> like, that I, is, I don't think it's right. That is ridiculous. <laughs> that's how they do it. U.S. of A. That's how they do it. Wow, that's a wow. That is a wow. I mean, it, it probably is the reason why they have the uh, definition false, false positive versus false negatives. That's probably why. <laughs> probably, probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, user error. Uh, so, anyways, that's that's where I'm at. Uh, okay, let's more. Uh, look, we're gonna be done under an hour here. This is awesome. Uh, quickly, AOB. Anything from either yeah. of you? AOB. I, I do. Oh, guys, go ahead, go ahead. I I had this great idea and I wrote it down. Bart, we are gonna make millions once again off my ideas. So, what do you really miss about you know? What is COVID doing to you that you really miss? We know what it is, Bart. Vegas. Yes. Travel. Travel. Gambling. 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 Craps. Roulette. Whatever it is. Bart, I have this idea. I have this idea. This is is brilliant. This is brilliant. So what you do is that you you put money and someone's Mm going to go to Vegas and you're going to watch them. Like You're going to watch them and they're going to go play craps. But it's with your money. It's with your money. You're going, you know what? I'm gonna pick that tall guy. I'm gonna pick this guy. You pick him. Oh, he goes. He goes to the casino. He's playing craps. You're watching it. Like you're watching him play craps. You're seeing the dice roll, or you're playing roulette and stuff. And you're actually watching it on the video with your buddies, and you're all cheering and stuff. But it's live. It's not. It's not fake because it's this online craps. I did a long time ago. I lost a lot of money. Lost a lot of money playing online craps. Whenever I got hot, I got ten sevens in a row. Right. So. <laughs> What do you think of the idea? I think it'd be amazing. Okay. Can I be so, that tall guy? Can I be the tall guy, please? I'm happy. You can watch me. Um, okay. So right off the right off the bat, I don't hate the idea. Um, <laughs> you, <laughs> but but I do think it may be fraught with logistical issues that you haven't necessarily thought through. But I can oh. tell you right now, you'll have a humongous supporter in Rob Marcotte. He would fucking. He would. He would. Absolutely. That guy, that guy has uh, spent quite a bit of money. Uh, oh, sorry. I shouldn't say spent quite a bit. I don't know if he's won or lost, but he certainly likes to uh, play the online blackjack and all that sort of shit where you cannot win. This would yeah. give you some like, yeah, theory of, yeah, and it would be more exciting. But then think about it. Like the cameras you'd have to have on the craps table so that you could actually see the dice and, and uh, hear it and figure that out. Like, I'm just uh, saying, I like the, conceptually, I'm with you. Logistically, I think uh, there might need some, we might need some seed money involved to, uh, to get this off the ground. Best part would be picking. So like you, you go online and you get to pick the guy you want. Like he's got a bio. Like I pick someone. Oh, like a, oh I do. Like, I do like that. I, I pick the guy in the pimp daddy or the Elvis or the white beater shirt or whatever it is. Like that guy's the hot roller. Like who's no, gonna be the I, hot roller? Who's gonna be the hot now, roller? Yeah, now you're on. To, I do like that. That's actually yeah. So you got a bunch oh, of you got a bunch of crap spotters just waiting to be oh, picked. Yeah. Right? It's like they're in a lineup. It's like they're in a lineup. They're in a lineup. Like, yeah. lineup. Yeah. I do, you know what? Now I do oh, like that idea. Oh. So you know that's almost game show shit. Right? I'm gonna pick I'm gonna, out. I'm gonna pick the 85 year old guy who's betting. Don't come because I will never do it myself. So I'll just I'll just sit there and, and <laughs> I don't cheer for the 85 year old don't come guy. I don't think the strategy is they get to play the way they want to play. I think you, they get to have, they have to they have to take your yeah no you, you're gonna drive the bus. They're just like they're just a mule. They're just well, a they're, they're just a medium. Well, guys, on the online you're saying like, what do you like to do? I love to press the hard ways. Like, right, I, I, right, I right. They're going okay. I'm, I'm going to do what you want to do, and they go do it. Like, guys, we can or retire that, in one year. We can retire that, in one year. But that's their bio. They say, here's how I play craps. And you go, oh, that's my guy. 
So maybe you do yeah. do it that way. Okay? So they I have to get the bio of like, here's how I do it. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. this, is, how, okay. this is my right. style. I'll pick, yeah. I'll pick Eddie. Well, you know what? If this was uh, meant to be a four-hour pod, we could keep going. But unfortunately, we have to wrap this up. And I don't think, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure that, uh, but you know what, Daniel? Yeah, I don't hate it. And I'm telling you, Marcotte right now, Marcotte would put fifty thousand dollars into this idea right now. <laughs> well, I got five hundred, so it would have to be <laughs> all right. Thank you, Daniel. Oh well, God, what have you been doing all week to come up with that idea? Uh, all right, Kitch, go ahead. So I'm going to uh, continue on with my discussion of the NCAA basketball tournament coming up. So much to my surprise this week, and I brought up with Bart. I was looking at the NCAA basketball schedule for the tournament this year. So the tournament, they have the pre-tournaments. They have the, the regular selection on the Sunday before the tournament. But the play-in game is on the Thursday. So it's not the Tuesday, Wednesday. It's the Thursday this year. And then they have the first round on the Friday, Saturday, and the second round on the Sunday, Monday. So you're actually going to have games on Friday and Monday as opposed to Thursday, Friday. So a little bit different. And then the second weekend, which is even more, they don't start until the Saturday and they play the Saturday, Sunday, and then they play Monday, Tuesday, really? where it used to be, used to be Thursday to Saturday. So, so just a heads up there that it's going to be much different from the NCAA tournament this year. Um, the games are still that, that first weekend. You're going to have games starting at noon on Friday and you're going to have games starting at noon on Monday. So uh, uh, plan your holidays accordingly. Uh, and then the following weekend on the Monday, Monday, Tuesday games, you'll have uh, just night games and then those ones. So a bit of a shakeup this year for the uh, NCAA basketball tournament. Uh, don't know why, but it's uh, it's, uh, it's so if you uh, confirm that, like that's official, like you, your so that's the research, NCAA, that's the NCAA March Madness site. Yeah, oh, well, that seems official. Yeah, yeah. it seems like they would have probably the right schedule. You think so? There. You would think so. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. OK, oh, well, yeah, I mean, that is, you know what? I'm willing to try it. Yeah, could work out great. Yeah, I'd say Friday and Monday off as opposed to Thursday, Friday. That's part. That's fine. <laughs> bookend it. Yeah, bookend yeah. weekend. Yeah, that'd be yeah. nice. Uh, all right, listen, for me, just socials. I'm all about the socials. Uh, so we're on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Abby doing an awesome job. Uh, but we have what appears to be uh, a lot of unique of our unique listeners who do not follow us on social media uh, at this time. So if you are still listening, this late stage, uh, follow us on Twitter. We're BL, BL Raptors, uh, at BL Raptors at Twitter. And we are Instagram handle is Borderline Raptors. So if you can follow us, uh, Kitch and I are trying to live tweet uh, or live Instagram the games. So there's always something happening during the game. So you can follow us that way or comment, whatever. Brock, definitely our biggest follower. It's always commenting. Um, Ike, Ike's there too. Ike's always uh, commenting on, on the Twitter. So uh, that's it. If you uh, if you can follow us, great. That'd be it. And next week, next week, got a guest on part. Oh, yeah, we, well, which I'm gonna, which I talk about in the intro. Okay. But we can we can bookend it. Manny D, Manny D of the uh, Toronto nice. Raptors. Nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, so he, we are going to pre-record uh, his session on on Monday, and then he'll be on the pod. Uh, Next week's episode. So, Matty, Matt Devlin of the uh, Toronto Raptors broadcasting team. Well done, boys. Will be, will be joining us. So. Our first Devlin. of many. First of many. Yeah. First of many. All right, listen, let's get out of here. Kwai, thank you. Speaking of Matt Devlin, here he is. Kawhi up top. Looks at the clock. Turns the corner for the win. Ha, 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 ha.